You're listening to another episode of the Zag. Eric Soap here, continuing our series featuring our amazing 2019 NLC LA Engaged Fellows. Sinai Avila is here. Let's learn a little bit about what she's up to work-wise, what her thoughts were on the first session, all that good stuff. Let's get to it. All right, Sinai, have you always loved politics? Um... I don't know that I, I would say love. And even today, I, I don't know if I necessarily <laughs> would describe it as love. Um, but I, I would say that my interest in politics uh, came up probably around when I was in, I, I want to say high school around mm-hmm. that age. Nice. And your job now is field deputy for a congresswoman. So first tell folks who that congresswoman is and then what exactly a field deputy does. So I, I'm a field deputy for Congresswoman Lucille Roybal Allard. Um, she was the first Mexican-American woman um, serving as a Congress member for the U.S. and her father, the first Mexican-American uh, sent from California. Um, so a field deputy, what we do, or specifically in my office, um, they designate specific areas um, from our district. So I cover the East L.A. and the South L.A. neighborhoods. And we are also divided um, different issue areas. So my, I focus on immigration, health, and veterans affairs. So while the congresswoman is in D.C., I'm basically her community liaison with the different community groups um, and different organizations that focus on these issues. So I attend meetings on her behalf. Um, I'm able to attend events on her behalf, and I'll staff her when she is in the district. So when you're out at these events... What are you hearing most frequently that's most important to people right now? Um, I, there's definitely a big dialogue around immigration, specifically just because our a district is predominantly Latino, mm-hmm. uh, many of whom are undocumented as well or family members who are undocumented. Um, and there's a lot of uh, question um, from different organizations, like whether that's health providers or even um, individuals, concerns about the public charge. Um, and even the government shutdown, people just questioning what is happening. And then in terms of being able to provide constituent services, what, what's your philosophy in terms of keeping people satisfied that you're taking action, but knowing that sometimes you're limited in what you're able to do? I think, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, that's, that's a good point. Like be, being a federal agency, we don't have as much discretionary funds as we wish we could to be able to provide different direct services. Um, But I think one of the main things that our office is able to do is being able to get to know the community um, through roles like mine and being able to listen um, to community community members, um, constituents, people who um, may not be able to vote and only speak Spanish. So being able to hear their concerns and when I do get to meet with the congresswoman, I'm able to share these stories. I'm able to share these groups' concerns, um, or I'm able to share any priorities that these groups may have with our legislative staff in D.C. And those staff eventually inform the congresswoman as well. So I think being able to basically channel their, their voices, their stories, and their concerns and take them to D.C. is a big um, it, it's, it's one of the main reasons why I love my job. Yeah. You know, we have a, a couple NLC alums who work for electeds or have worked for electeds. When you're considering taking a job like that, what personality traits or what sort of 
philosophies do you prioritize when you think about the type of uh, uh, the type of elected that you you would want to work with? What what kind of things really stand out to you? It's like, oh, that person would be someone that would be inspiring, or someone that I'd want to spend spend time in their um, office wor- working on things for them. Um, for me personally, uh, when I first started as a high school as a high school student, when I first became exposed to politics and just the power. Um, that our Congress or just elected officials in general have in our communities. Um, my first exposure was with Congresswoman Lucille Roiba Allard when I was 14. Um, and I did this like youth and government program. Um, and we actually lobbied at her office. And I, I always just thought of her um, being as like as the representative of my district. I always just thought of her as like a liberal um, a fierce advocate who identifies as women and a person of color um, who is rooted in her heritage and understands the complexities of coming from a, an immigrant community um, and being able to have the privilege to represent these communities um, is really important and one of the and some of the amongst the qualities that I that that I really admire from her. Um, I know that she's a great leader in D.C., like she's been in Congress for a little over 20 years now, um, and she's just great at being able to work with different um, communities from different backgrounds and still being able to truly represent her own district. Nice. And then uh, last thing, we met as a group for the first time about a week and a half ago. What were your thoughts on on getting the group together and what kind of things are you looking forward to for the rest of the spring? So I, I had a great time at our last weekend. I really enjoyed the topic um, just because it's something that's so prevalent in L.A. And being an L.A. native, I wish that I actually <laughs> was more aware about this topic. And it just it, it impacts everyone so much without even knowing it. Um, so I'm so glad that we were able to take kind of a step back and approach it from a progressive perspective, because I, I never would have really thought of entertainment and thought about how politics could also shape the entertainment industry and its diversity and its impact on others. So I had a great time and I learned so much from our peers, um, people from different backgrounds. Um, Yeah, I was just amazed by all the work that everybody was up to. And I I do look forward to continuing to get to know everybody else more. Nice. Listen, we're glad you're in the cohort and thanks for your contribution so far. And thanks everyone for listening to this episode of The Zag. You can find all the episodes featuring our 2019 NLCLA Engaged Fellows. All those bonus pods are up in all the places where you usually hear podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all the places. Make sure to check them out. Until next time, take care.